PA Turnpot is brought to you free by the fine folks at Anchor on today's episode, the up and down nature of the Sixer season, some NBA preview, playoff teams, potential champions, award winners, a little look back at week seven in the NFL, and a Thursday night preview for week eight. But first, a word from Anchor. Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode 13 of the podcast that waters and fertilizes every day. <laughs> PA Turnpod, along with my co-host, Joel. This is Rob. How you doing, buddy? Besides aggravated at my car and tired <laughs> after a 16-hour workday and a seven days straight, I think I'm good. I'm back. The boys are back. Back on the podcast. Good to see you, buddy. How are you doing today? I'm doing all right. Sounds um, like you just woke up, though. I'm kind of going in the other direction. I'm going to fall asleep on the air. Uh, we jokingly, a couple weeks ago, when we had a couple roadblocks, said that we were like Andy Reid coming out of a bye. Uh, this time around, we're like those college teams that get like three bye weeks a year. <laughs> so we're Brian Kelly coming out of our third bye. Oh, that guy. Um, we're we're trying to get back on track. Um, Joel was the one that was sacrificing his sleep prior. Now it's my turn. Yeah. So we are we would like to reciprocate on this pod. Yeah. Uh, my schedule has changed. Now I'm off Thursday, Friday. So these episodes, oof, I'm like out of it. I, I don't even know what my schedule is going to be going forward. So <laughs> I, I might end up, we're going to do these at six in the morning next week for all I know. <laughs> That's a shot at your job. I <laughs> know uh, that has nothing to do with my job. It's just, oh, I have no idea. What, I have no idea what to expect. It's <laughs> a shot at your job. No, I love it there. I just don't know when I'm going to be there. <laughs> Good point. <laughs> Same. No, honestly, best job in the world. Just no clue when I'm going to be there next week. <laughs> oh, shit. This is not our Friday episode. <laughs> um, questionable due to scheduling is me. Questionable due to knee injury. Every single game is Joel Embiid. Uh, we are, what, four games into the season. The Sixers are 2-2. Two and two. Joel Embiid's knee is 0-4. Um, I, don't, I don't even know where to begin. So they start the season with a victory in New Orleans. Are you okay? I got to jump on Amazon Prime and order a ventilator for my co-host. Um, so Sixers started last Wednesday. Victory in New Orleans. A pretty, like, easy victory. They come home on Friday, blow the game on ESPN to the Nets. And then they go ahead, they get a get-right game against Oklahoma City on Sunday night. And then last night, uh, Tuesday night, they go to New York and get the doors blown off by the Knicks. Uh, pretty much what you would expect from a team in a position that they're in right now, missing, you know, for all the things we've said about it, they're missing their starting point guard. And, and they're, they're actually missing their... Player. Yeah, and they're missing their... Right now, who, who would be their backup point guard and Shake Milton. So... What's your take on the Sixers season so far? I mean, disappointing, but I mean, we we might have been kidding ourselves, and we as in Sixers fans thinking that as much as we don't like Ben Simmons for his lack of shooting and all the baby shit that he's been through and put us through through the offseason, without him, we look shit on defense because he does a lot on defense and he does a lot that the intangibles in the game that other than shooting, obviously. So as you see, you expect Danny Green to cover the best player on the yeah. floor, Thibel, Tobias Harris if he shows up, and Joel Embiid, as you already mentioned, his knee problems. So, yeah, I mean, 
Ben Simmons, for all the shit that we talked about, like, yeah, he can't shoot or he's reluctant to shoot or he's scared, you know, to shoot, he can play his ass on defense. And he would have been and should have been. I, I'm not going to speak for you, but I'm going to speak for myself. But I think we're in agreement that he should have been the defensive player of the year last year, not Rudy Gobert or whoever it was. Yeah. But uh, my take, yeah, it's just disappointing, but it's it's not how you start, it's how you finish, I guess, cliche as that sounds. Yeah. And sports has a weird way of working out because we don't know his status going forward, as in uh, redacted. So, and maybe they can turn it around. But Owen Fournies for Embiid and thirty-four-year-old uh, Danny Green as your top defender next to Thibel, not a good sign for the Sixers. Yeah, I was going to say I don't want to pile on him, and this is not me being negative toward him. But the biggest loser in this whole thing, aside from redacted, is probably Danny Green. Uh, Danny Green is now pressed into pretty much defending the best wing on the opposing team every night at what 34 years old. And also uh, people, people like to laugh at him and, you know, he's one of the more polarizing players in Philly history, which is absurd because <laughs> he's only been here a year. He led the entire league in corner threes last year. And I guarantee you 75% of them came off of Ben Simmons assists. So Ben Simmons assists. Um I did the anti-Philadelphia thing. Usually people add an S to people's names. I took the S off his. Um, but uh, he, he was, yeah, he led the league in corner threes last year. And I, and transition is a little bit different this year for the Sixers now. And Bede has been pushing the ball a little bit more. Tobias Harris pushing the ball more. When you don't have, so Simmons is also a good rebounder. When you don't have him grabbing boards on the defensive end and picking the ball up immediately and going, that really hurts your transition game. And Tyrese Maxey has shown a really you know, he's really struggling with finishing at the rim, whether it be his, like his floaters, his, his off balance layups, you know, he's really struggling in the paint Simmons for all the things you can say about him. He's a pretty good paint scorer and he does have decent post moves. So obviously they're missing him on both ends of the floor, but also just from the standpoint of depth, Maxi makes more sense as a sixth man, shake Milton, maybe when he comes back, will help to alleviate some of that second unit issue. Yeah. But um, one of the points I wanted to get to, Furkan Korkmaz is basically your your secondary ball handler on this team right now. He's basically playing point guard on your second unit, and I don't know how badly you want that to happen. Um, I don't know if you've gotten a chance to see him this season or how much of the Sixers you've watched, but he's been pretty much the backup point guard. I mean, pop that cork. I think that was one of your lines you had ready for our last episode. Uh, pop that cork, young bull, is what I had here. <laughs> yeah, because he went off against the Pelicans or – the Thunder. I don't know which one it was. I actually really like Ferk. I do like Ferk. Yeah, he might be my second favorite player on the team. I didn't like him during the playoffs last season, but uh, yeah, he's pretty good. I, he was really good game three against the Hawks. He was just thrust um, in that position of being a scorer, and he, that's not really him. And in the starting lineup, when you could have had anybody else at that point. Joel, I have been to two playoff games. Three, so three different playoffs. So I've been to five playoff huh. games since the process era started three of those games were either started by amir johnson jesus christ I believe greg monroe and then one was started by furkan korkmaz tell me the the place was electric when korkmaz was <laughs> starting out of those three he, he's actually pretty popular Him <laughs> yeah, and, uh, there you go. he and thibel are like buddy buddy and like thibel's the most likable player on the team it seems I mean, aside thibel. from a bead Thibel has a mural by Fishtown. If you got oh, a chance really? to see it, oh yeah, dude, it's a, some garage in Fishtown. It's just a, a massive mural of uh, Thibel. Oh, well. I think he posted on his Instagram that like, he took it. 
He finally took a picture of it next to him. Dude's got like a friggin' contagious smile, so it makes sense. He does. I really, I, I, this is like one of the more likable teams the Sixers have had in a while. Uh, two years ago, felt like the most unlikable Sixers team I've ever put my eyes on when, when Horford was here and Josh Richardson was here. And then later on in the season, they had Glenn Robinson and Alec Burks. They had Trey Burke earlier. It was just a, a mess. Well, because, well, I'm talking about for that Horford season because it was Ugh. dirty because we just got eliminated by Horford basically alone. And then literally we pick him up the next season. To not yeah. hurt us, and then we still get burned by the Boston Celtics. Trade for Jimmy Butler straight up for Josh Richardson. Um, that's nasty. signed Tobias Harris to the biggest contract in the world. He was like, sign me up, buddy. Yeah, he was probably upset. He was probably more upset that Boban left. Yeah, another thing I wanted to point out. Speaking of like new guys that are pretty likable, Andre Drummond has been pretty good so far this year. Um, he, he's basically filling. Yeah, he's basically filling the Horford Boban. Big Craig Monroe, Dwight Howard role, and he's doing it pretty well. Like he, I feel more confident with him than I did last year with Howard. Uh, if Embiid has to miss time, unfortunately, Drummond has missed a little bit of time, and he's also been questionable each game. But you know, if Embiid misses time, I feel pretty good with Drummond there. Likewise, I mean, Drummond is also another vet. He still has some legs under him, and uh, oh yeah, like you said, I feel more confident in Drummond. Starting or having more minutes if Embiid was hurt or needs rest mm-hmm. than I did with Dwight because Dwight was out there, he was playing like bully ball at some points. Like, I think it was one game he came in, a couple fouls within the minutes of each other, and got tossed out of the game. Yeah, I was at games. I think he fouled me game seven. Jesus um, he played. I, I think he played like twelve minutes in game seven. And he had three fouls. Unacceptable. I don't know. I mean, um, well, he he has bigger problems with AD. That yeah. match. Did you so see that? We te- <laughs> so, yeah, we teased the Anthony Davis thing last week. Anthony Davis basically was asked to play the five this year and then just said, like, no, because <laughs> why would I want to space the floor? And then he basically gets into a shoving match with Dwight Howard on the bench. So, they was- trouble in paradise out there in L.A. too. Jeez. Yeah, Westbrook's not looking great on point guard. Grand he had a quadruple first. double tonight with uh, with turnovers. <laughs> Um, I think that was a a a, a a bitch move from AD. Like, how are you going to start some stuff with Dwight? But Dwight's already sitting as you're, like, talking, and the moment Dwight gets up unbalanced, <laughs> you go and shove him, basically. I don't even know what the context was behind that. I just I just saw the video of it. But it looked it, hilarious, I, though. I did see the video of LeBron coaching one of the players, and somebody tweeted, oh, they're not even hiding anymore. That LeBron's the head coach <laughs> over there. What, the head coach, the GM. With his glasses and his all grace uh, yeah. getup. Yeah, he's like, screw a suit, bro. I have my cardigan, yeah. my hat, my glasses. I'm yeah. good to go. Tweets out, hashtag washed king or whatever. Well, we'll know one thing. He won't have a lam- laminated sheet with a pencil in his uh, ear. Yeah, he's not wearing a visor, so he can't clip his highlighter to it. Um, <laughs> that either. So transitioning, it's funny that you mentioned um, another team. We're going to transition into something similar for the NBA that we did with the NFL. Yeah. If you guys remember our anthology um, episode one, <laughs> that I want to be like twelve segments that episode. Um, so we're going to predict the standings. Um, we're we're going to go through the Sixer schedule and put win loss for every single of the eighty two games, and then we're going to analyze every single. I'm kidding. Um, we're going to give you the standings. You scared me for, for a second. I was like, oh geez. I'm like we wouldn't do that. Um, right. Friday. So we're going to go through, give our top tens, and the. 
in the east and the west. I don't are they still doing the seven versus eight and the um or the seven versus ten and the eight versus nine for the playoffs? I am not hundred percent sure. I mean I'm pretty right. sure they are. Yeah, yeah, but, yeah. We did we did research. Yeah. I can okay. fact check it. Yeah, we did for sure. Yeah, I'm almost positive Allah said it the other night on the uh, on the telecast. I think Woj um, so, told me last night when we were Yeah, talking. I was texting him. Saw him at the airport. Um <laughs> so we're gonna do top ten in each yeah, no. Why would you kidding me? Get him some CLA. Um, Senta. Yeah, him and you bring Windhorst, and I'm going to make four hundred dollars in commission off him. Him and um, Nick Wright. Yeah, I would love to sell Nick Wright a mass gainer and Windhorst a fat burner. Um, Dude, this feels like a Friday loosey goosey. It's almost Friday. Huh? With, this is what happens when I'm late. With how late it is. Working. How late? We're not, even, we're not even going to make a format anymore. Um, and, I, and apologies earlier. I was just I died. <laughs> That's right. The good thing when we have so much time in between episodes is there's so much more fun stuff to catch up on. So, yeah. um, so, so what we're going to do is we're going to give you the top 10 for each conference. We're going to kind of go through this a little bit. And then when we get to our next one, it'll be three overs and three unders, just like the NFL Sweet awards style. and then the championship prediction. So we're going to go pretty heavy basketball this episode. I'm a huge basketball fan. I don't know how you rank the four sports, but basketball for me is number one. Everything's above hockey. So <laughs> <laughs> hockey cricket yeah, well trash. it's funny you meant it's it's so funny that you and i were talking about wayne gretzky earlier and you mentioned to me that he won seven straight or was it eight straight mvps eight straight. and he won nine out of ten yeah you're right and what was it three straight seasons of 200 points four get it right dude you don't no, listen to me ever yeah it did how about that Connor mcdavid huh so actually i was watching the that flyers guy. before we started uh <laughs> recording one of the weirdest hockey games i've seen it's only like a period and a half in what did Flyers jeremy ronick did today the Flyers were up two nothing and they gave up two goals and then they scored with like a half of a second left in the first period <laughs> <laughs> and then they gave the oilers like three power plays whatever all right so you want to do your conference first or you want me to do one first how do you want i don't even know how to do this uh we'll do the west okay i'll do the west and i'll do i'll go from 10 to 1 i guess okay um the west i have the pelicans granted that doesn't look good right now. I didn't know Zion was out. I didn't know a bunch of players were out. So, <laughs> eh. But I'm also thinking ahead. Thinking redacted might go there. For what it's worth, we did this before the season started. So yeah. obviously there are some teams out there like the Hornets that are kind of surprising us and teams like the Lakers that are kind of sputtering. So we did our overs, our unders, and the rankings prior to the season. We're just finally getting around to saying it on the podcast now. Because we're honest people. We could have definitely changed this. Oh, I Probably should have. Like, I'm not. Well, I think we both have number one as Lakers, but nope. we'll see. Oh, all right. Then I'm the only one that did. Anyway, number nine, <laughs> Memphis Grizzlies is my number nine. I like John Morant. I love John Morant. Uh, number eight, uh, the Portland Trailblazers. That's if Dame Lillard stays there. Oh, jeez. I left them off. <laughs> uh, the Los Angeles Chargers at number seven. Um, number six, no, nah, the Clippers. Uh, number six, Dallas. I I thought that was pretty low, but as I look at the the top five, I'm like, eh. you know what's funny? You're gonna hear my list, and you're gonna be like, wow, okay. <laughs> uh, number five, Utah Jazz. Uh, number four, Denver. Now without Jokic, I don't know. Oh, was he out? I forget. That was a bad knee. That, that was, killed was a, me. Because of uh, number, well, of course, patient zero. Rudy Gobert, oh, and he was the reason that happened. 
number three, the Phoenix Suns. I, I think last season was an anomaly. That was just like everything. Do you think it was lightning in a bottle, or do you think? I think it was lightning in a bottle. No one yeah. expected them. It's you know now they're pressures on this them. year's. Yeah, they're this year's San Francisco 49ers, basically. Basically, uh, number two, Golden State Warriors. I think you know. Dude, I thought I had the Warriors pretty high. You have them higher than I do. <laughs> I have them coming back to form, and then the return of Clay Thompson will be electric. And then if they can pull off some deal to get redacted, holy crap. Clay should be back sometime in December, I read. So that would be interesting. Have him in tie for Christmas. And then number one, the Lakers, because of all the, the hype, G. That's it. LeBron, yeah. King. So, so some of this might be hinging upon trades for me. So I, I'll be honest with you, I left the Blazers off. I don't know if they're going to trade Dame or maybe they trade Covington and McCollum. Like what happens there? So number 10 for me, I'm going to uh, Minnesota. Um, Anthony Edwards, D'Angelo Russell, Cat. Uh, decent team. I think they'll be fine. 10's really not like great, but I think they'll be better than below the play-in tournament. Nine, I have Memphis as well. Um, mm-hmm. They have, don't they have Steven Adams now? Memphis? Yeah, I'm pretty sure they got him for Valanchunas. Yeah, I think so. No, I think I, unless I'm, I, am I thinking of the Pelicans? I don't Pelicans know. Pelicans has Valanchunas. Okay, then they traded, they swapped. Uh, number eight, I have Sacramento. They have like so many guards on that team. Really? Yeah. Uh, Rashawn Holmes is also coming to his own. Um, number seven, I have Phoenix. Jesus Christ. Yeah. What a fall from grace. Yeah, so I have the Suns pretty low. Um, number six, I have Dallas, just like you. Mm-hmm. Five for me is going to be the Clippers. Um, I don't know when Kawhi's coming back. If he were healthy for the full season, I might have them close to three or four. Four, I have Golden State. Um, three, Denver. Lakers, two, Jazz, one. Not bad. I, can, I, I can think that, that list. Yeah, the Jazz are just such a complete team. Like, they're so much fun to watch. And they have, I like their coach a lot, too. And they just choke in the playoffs. Yeah. Plus, they had some of the best uniforms in their, their city edition uniform, like that sunset uniform. I haven't seen it yet. Oh, I have one in my closet. <laughs> oh, speaking of that, we didn't uh, discuss what we we're wearing. I am in my casual black t-shirt because I'm fresh out of work. What are you wearing, sir? So I was in bed, and I threw on a hoodie. I got my Philly versus everybody hoodie on. Um, <laughs> I'm wearing joggers because it's cold as shit in my house. Nice. Um that's, That's because a, I, I, it's always 65 when I go to bed because I can't sleep in the heat. I am learning I to sleep in the heat. Are you a cold sleeper, hot sleeper? I'm a Does cold really sleeper. matter? I'm okay. a cold sleeper, but like room temperature is the lowest. If it's hot, like I'm going to be hot. I'm just basically yeah. take the covers off. I'm just going to sleep just like this, like a plank. Yeah. Keep in mind, I'm sleeping next to a female and a dog. So a lot of body heat there too. So, and the fan doesn't really do a whole lot and the windows are pretty thick. So I need like the cold air to come from inside. Yeah. I have a ceiling fan as well as the cold air. So I'm up yeah. if I don't get chopped off, but in the middle of the night, I should be good with that alone. I, I could live with it if I did. <laughs> he went out um, peacefully. He wasn't sweating. Yeah, exactly. yeah peacefully. <laughs> he wasn't sweating when he was asleep. Exactly. That's what they can say. Um, so the East feels a little bit more wide open. I wouldn't be surprised if every single one of our East predictions is different from each other's. So do you want to do East in, first? Or do you want me in, to do East first? In terms of standings? Probably. Yeah. I think what would surprise you is 
we might have a team or two that we don't have on our our list. Okay. Yeah, I think so. I, I can't figure out who we left <laughs> off, but I'm sure we'll be able to figure it out by the time we're finished reading these. Um, you can go first this time. Okay. So I, I left off Toronto and Boston. They're the two teams that I left off. Well, there you go. Um, <laughs> um, Boston's really good, and they're probably going to make me look stupid. But I had a feeling that Charlotte was going to be decent. I really like LaMelo Ball. And I also have the Bulls a little bit higher than most people might. And so far, I think they are both like two and one or three and over something like that. Um, so 10 for me is going to be Indiana. Chicago is four now. From the last oh, they're time four I checked. Oh, are you from, the last time, from the last time I checked, they were four now. I don't know if they played tonight or okay. yesterday, but last time I checked, they were four now. Dude, I love Lonzo Ball. And DeRozan is mid-range king. Um, 10 um, for me is the Pacers. That is with TJ. I'm sorry. I can't let you just gloss over the white chocolate himself, Caruso. Like, of course, yes. Yeah. Dude, he works so hard. Did Dude. you see his alley oop on opening night? Hell yeah, I did. The Didn't Lonzo had, Lonzo had a triple double, didn't he? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. And Lonzo was the think? one that gave him the assist. Bulls and Hornets. Oh, that's, uh, that's both the Ball brothers. Yeah. Bulls and Hornets. Okay. So 10 for me is the Pacers. TJ Warren, Karis Levert, both out right now, could come back. They could also get redacted. That would help them a lot. A lot of these teams could get redacted. Yeah. I got Charlotte nine. I just think they're better than most of the East. I got the Wizards eight. I think they're going to turn some heads this year. They they, they snuck year. into the playoffs last year. Yeah. And I think they could sneak in this year. Kuzma looks pretty good. Um, KCP looks decent. Bradley Beal's playing inspired. I think he just wanted Westbrook out of there. Montrez Harrell's one of my favorite players. That dude's like a, like a legitimate passed off the bench. Um, I think that's a good team. The Bulls, seven. Billy Donovan, love the hire. Um, I love Lonzo. DeRozan is a good like veteran leader for them. I think Levine might be hurt. And Vucevic is great. They have a good team. Um, I forgot where it was. Oh, Hawks. I got the Hawks number six. They, they kind of surprised last year. I think they will regress just slightly. But I think it's more about the teams that were beneath them that will jump them. Um, five, I got the Sixers. Miami four. I think Miami is one of those teams that could just bump the Hawks down. Um, dive the Knicks three, Brooklyn two, and the Bucks one. The Knicks at three? Yeah, dude, they're, I don't know. They're just so deep. I'm a big fan of Obi Top, and I hope he, like, figures it out. I mean, I hope so, too. Plus Kemba going home. That's so cool that Kemba's on the Knicks. That that feels more right than he was on the Celtic. Oh, I totally agree. Now I will say this: Julius Randle is a good stats bad or yeah, good stats bad team guy. So I worry about him in a playoff series, as evident by last year. But I think that and even last night help. he wasn't that good. Oh, that yeah. experience will help. But they have guys like Taj Gibson on that team that can, and, and they have um, Fournier, Derek Rose. Yeah, they have a lot of veterans and the coach, um, Thibodeau, Thibodeau, however it's pronounced. Literally hear it pronounced both ways on every telecast, but he's there. That's a like a good defensive culture that he's built. And that team's fun. I like quickly. I like Toppin. I like everybody on that team. Quigley made Maxi touch Earth, apparently, according to House <laughs> of Highlights on Instagram. <laughs> that crossover was nasty, but <laughs> Oh Maxi. Yeah, yeah, I did see I saw that last night actually. That was yeah. nasty. Maxi's got a long way to go on defense. Oh yeah. If that's right. our replacement from Redacted, we're in trouble. Yeah. I think he'll be fine, though. Those Kentucky guys are just built like winners. So, um, Well, I'll say this. We have a similar top 10 
Oh, do we? Yeah, we have the first two. We have Milwaukee and Brooklyn at one and two. Okay. And at the bottom, it's flip-flopped. I have Charlotte at 10 and then Indiana okay. at nine. Um, At eight, I have the Knicks. Whoa. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, so I, I could definitely see that. Because I think Atlanta, I have Atlanta at seven. Because that series was great. Mm-hmm. And I think Atlanta, you know, they have their swag. They have their confidence. They're like, all right, we can beat somebody. We can beat these teams. Next, we'll see how they go. It's New York. It's like the Mets. Something will go wrong inevitably, but I hope not. I hope they do get a top five spot for the next book. For my uh, standings right now, it's number eight, seven, Atlanta. Miami at six. Mm-hmm. I think I'm not sold on that team yet. You got Butler, Bam, Lowry, uh, Duncan, and Tyler Hero, who's like 20 years old still probably. Yeah, he's coming off the bench, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, I mean. I forgot they got Tyler, uh, Lowry. Yeah, he's only got dunked on by Griffin today apparently. <laughs> and Jay-Z almost spilled his drink because of that. Uh, number five, Boston Celtics, because that's just a team that's just a staple. Yeah. They're going to be somehow lingering around, so I feel like it'll be great. Not great, but good. Better than expected. Number four, the Sixers. Uh, number three, the Chicago Bulls. Sold on them. You have your hunch with your Carolina Panthers, which looks dog shit, by the way. <laughs> I have my Caruso to the moon. And then, obviously, number two, Nets. And number one, the Greek Freak. That is you think my, the, there's potential that the Nets could fall a little bit? Given, I mean, they have a lot of depth, but missing Kyrie is going to hurt them. Again, this is, and remember, this is prior to the season. Yeah. Like, I didn't know the Chicago Bulls would go 4 0. And I didn't think uh, the Nets would look that bad. And then without, uh, what you call it, Flat Earther himself. So, eh. And then that's number four for the, the Sixers with Redacted, by the way. Okay. You expect him to play? I would, yeah. At some point, even though I said no, because otherwise I would have them at six, maybe seven, because that defense looks trash. They need to make some moves. They got to find somebody to come in here. Yeah, but uh, that's so not a bad uh, standing from both of us. No. So we're gonna document those, look back at them, see how wrong we were. Um, yeah, right. And we're gonna do just like we did with the NFL. We're except in one fifth of the time, we're gonna do the three overs and the three unders. Um, would you like to start? So this is the same thing as the NFL. You do win totals. This is preseason and we did these. Um, so I have a list of like five here in case you take any of mine. I'm sure you have the same. Yeah. Um, these are preseason win totals according to FanDuel Sportsbook. Um, three teams to go over their total, three teams to go under. Um, so how would you like to do this? You want to start or you want me to start? You start because I did the NFL. So okay. it's only right you do the NBA. So I'm going to start with. Hmm. And before you start, are we doing over, under, over, under, or are we doing whatever? Do whatever you want, yeah. So my first one is is going to be an under. Ooh. Okay. I'm going to go Brooklyn under 56 and a half. I like that. I like that. That just feels like a really high number, even with a team like that. Mm-hmm. They're so old. As far as like the veterans go, like Blake, Millsap, Patty Mills, like they're not going to be worried about finishing with a million wins in the regular season. They're just worried about making the playoffs. Yeah, right. 
All right. Not bad. Uh, my under is Houston under 26 and a half. Yeah, have, they're, they suck. I can only name Christian Wood if he's still on the team. He's there. there they have Jalen Green. Oh, the rookie. Um, yeah. Yeah. Who I'll touch yeah, Chris, on later. Christian Wood's awesome, by the way. I'll touch they have on Daniel the Tice, don't they? Yeah, me too. Uh, Daniel ah, Tice is there. Little teaser there. That sixer killer. Um, <laughs> sixer killer. All right, so you can go again since we're, we're doing like a snake style. Okay. Um, my over is the Chicago Bulls at 43. Motherfucker. <laughs> you did it already. Come on, dog. I just had them at three. <laughs> I have them close to 50, if anything. As Rob is sweating now to figure out. <laughs> I don't like any. I really don't like any of these other ones. <laughs> Jesus, that sucks. I took his best one. All right, give me a second. I'm going to go the Knicks over 42 and a half. You slut. All right. There we go. We're doing it. <laughs> All right. And then my second of this. Give me the Sixers under 50 and a half. At this point, right? Yeah. All right. Not bad. Um, I'll have Memphis under 41 and a half. Okay. And I'll have Charlotte over 38 and a half. Oh, I like that one too. Charlotte's going to be, I mean, apparently already is very good. Yeah. Um, so I'll go, I'll go with my, my two final overs here. We go Washington over 33 and a half. Obviously, if I have them making the playoffs, yeah, they're gonna have to be close to 500. And then Utah, if I have them as the top seed in the West, 52 and a half feels low. You went under 52 and a half over on that one. Oh, okay. Um, I think they finished with like 55 wins. I have, let's see, damn. So you have what two remaining? Yeah. Um, I took the next, didn't I? Did you? I think so. I think I took the Knicks from you. Yeah. yeah. And you took the Bulls from me. Yeah. Um, give me fuck, Golden State over 47 and a half. Oh, that's really, that's a good one too. I didn't realize it was on there. I and missed then give them. me, fuck. Minnesota. Mm. Yeah, Minnesota under 35 and a half. Okay. I was going to yeah, go with I see. Utah, 52 and a half. But I'm like, eh. Yeah. I can see Minnesota being really good or really bad. It's all hinged on redacted on top of yeah, it. Yeah, I mean, they could also get him. Jeez. All right, so my last one, I need to take an under. Um, so I have five listed here. I, none of them have been touched. We go <laughs> Pelicans under 39 and a half. That's not bad. Yeah, so we're, this is also... They're playing a full 82 this year. It was actually tougher last year because they only played, what, 70? So the Sixers were like 40-something and a half or whatever. This year they're playing a full 82, hopefully. So these are full 82 numbers. So 39.5 would put them three games under 500, basically. Hopefully Embiid plays for 90% of that. Yeah. Um, all, right. all right. That's pretty good. We'll check back on those as well later on in the season. But yeah, next. you know what we'll do? Up. We'll do the uh, the quarter season, half season thing that we're supposed to be doing with the football. At this point, we're going to do halfway of the season. We're going to do. We're just going to. We're touch on it basically. <laughs> yeah, we'll do it this Friday. Yeah, 
Um, all right. Next up is the season awards. I our MVP, our defensive player, rookie, coach of the year, and what else? Most improved comeback uh, player. Six, six man. Six man. Oh, did you do most improved? Yeah. Okay, I'll do that real quick then. I couldn't name you a six man, but <laughs> if uh, Jamal Crawford is still in the is still in the, the league, I'll take him. He would still get fifteen off the bench. <laughs> Or uh, right. Smooth uh, Lou Wills. That's my six men. All right, I'm looking at FanDuel to get the odds. Do they have a uh, comeback player on here? I don't know. I'm just I'm winging it. I don't even know who comeback. I guess it would be Clay, right? That's, uh, that's exactly who I have. Did it? <laughs> I don't okay. know why. I'll, just, <laughs> I'll go with that. Uh, my most improved will shock you. I think I have. I think I have a name in mind already for that one anyway. Yeah, all right. So my guy's on there anyway. So I feel good about that. All right. All right, let's do it. Uh, do you want to start big or start small? Uh, define small. Like big meaning MVP, small meaning like coach of the year. All right. We'll go small. All right. C- coach of the year for me is Billy Donovan of the Chicago Dude, I have Bulls. the same thing. <laughs> <laughs> I like the hire so as I, well. And uh, four now at this moment. Yeah, well, so I, what I remember. So I'm looking at it the same way. So I figured with Tibbs winning it last year instead of like, um, uh, what the hell's the guy, Utah's name, Quinn Snyder, and instead of like Doc, instead of just giving it to the top seed, yeah. it seems like they're giving it to the coach on a team that kind of overachieves or comes out of nowhere a little bit. So uh-huh. I figure if the Bulls are going to jump into playoff contention, Billy Donovan makes total sense. For sure. I like that. Not bad. All right. There you go. All right. All right you want to go um, rookie of the year? Yeah, rookie of the year. Because we have the same one for that. Jalen Green of the Rockets. Yes, sir. (laughs) Dude, I love his swag. I love everything. Yeah. Plus, I think bad team, you're going to get plenty of chance to score a ton of points. And if I'm not mistaken, was he the number two pick? Um, I believe Cade Cunningham went first, so I believe yes. Because I think I saw that he's going to look back at that and make everyone regret or you yeah. know, whatever. Like he has that chip on his shoulder. There's nothing I heard wrong that, with that. I, like, yeah. I like that. Nothing That's wrong with that. John Morant, similar thing. You notice the number two pick seems a little bit more difficult to hit on than the number three pick in years past. Lonzo went second. Um, was Jabari Parker went second. There have been some questionable Jabari number two picks. Parker, yeah. my goodness. D'Angelo Russell went second. There's been some questionable number twos in recent oh, yeah. years. Questionable, Marvin, right? Don't yeah, have Marvin him around Bagley. the party. Yeah, Marvin Bagley went second. So hopefully Jalen Green and John Morant can buck that trend. Um, I mean, he's looking pretty good so far. Yeah, good player. Um, are we doing? Let me see. We did six man. Or six you man. Do, I'm, let's do a comeback player. Comeback <laughs> player. We're already doing. Who do you have for that one? Well, sir, I have the returning of Clay Thompson of the Splash Brothers for the Golden State Warriors. Now, How about you, Rob? Now, does Ben Simmons count for this one? For comeback player? Yeah. Sure. So I, I was going to give it to Clay. I'm going to give it to Karis LeVert. You bring a redacted and then you, go, you hit me with a swerve. With well, I, I was just uh, just for, <laughs> you know, poops and giggles. I figured, you know, does he, he wasn't really out. Like he wasn't out last year. I thought you were, you were asking to get permission, my blessing. I gave nah. it to you. And you're like, all right, I'm going with Karis LeVert anyway. I didn't want it. Um, <laughs> 
I like it, Karis LeVert. Oh, it's not bad. Yeah, I like, dude. I, I freaking love Karis LeVert. He's one of my favorite players to watch. I'm, when he came up in the Ben Simmons rumors, I was like, dude, I would, I would like start foaming at the mouth if that happened. You were foaming at the mouth last time yeah. LeBron. Brogdon, talking about Brogdon and LeVert, a pick for him. Are you kidding me? You would be there at every game. I would. I would go to the airport with you and pick one of them up. <laughs> you like hi. Oh, Rob. Mr. I watched you at Michigan. What does Nick Stauskas smell like? What What are your chances against the Nets? Yeah. Um, six man, I have cork Maz just because. <laughs> <laughs> Why not at this point? Um, so six man, I think I think they're going to give it to Derek Rose. Mm. The writers are freaking in love with that dude. They're they're foaming at the mouth. Just Anytime he does anything, vintage Derek Rose, he's back. Two for seventeen. Yeah. This man is unbeatable. With twelve points, all eight at the line. Um, yeah, I think Derek, <laughs> but he dude, that's a great role for him coming off the bench, playing in New York. Yeah. So yeah, I think he'll be great there. Yeah, he already was last year. So yeah, exactly. Um, all right, we have just the, the one who is responsible for his downfall because he played him in garbage time when he tore his ACL. I, I was watching that game, by the way. That was game one against the Sixers in 2012. Bulls were up by like 18 points, so they left their starters in. They just want to just put, you know, kill us. Yeah. Uh, which Most ones improved. have we done yet? Most about, who do you have for that one? <laughs> Don't say it. <laughs> if you have mine, I'm just going to quit. Number 25, currently, of the Sixers. <laughs> Most improved because once he becomes, I don't know, a net, a, a warrior, a wolf, a king, he's gonna shoot and people like most improved. He can actually shoot now. It's the one thing he can improve on, basically. So my most improved is gonna be Darius Garland of the Cleveland Cavaliers. Didn't even know he was an NBA player, so there was I, no way he, he reminds me of like, like if you squint, you see Damian Lillard. But I'm Is serious. He's got that. Really? He's got that kind of talent in him. Really? When he came up in the Simmons rumors, I was like, "Damn, I wish he, this was like two years down the line." Because I think in a couple of years he'll be ready to be like a contributor. Right now, he's kind of just budding into a star. Yeah, he's a, he's he's gonna bud into a star in front of our eyes. I think he's better than Sexton. Really? Yeah. Hmm. I think he, dude, he's a much more efficient three point shooter. He's probably gonna get to the line more as his career develops, and he's more. He's built better, and I think on a winning team, he has more of a winning uh, like play style versus Sexton. Seems like a good, good stats, bad team guy. Does he have that Mamba mentality? That fourth quarter, like what take guaranteed. fifty shots and make ten of them? Not only that, but because like, Donovan Mitchell has that Mamba mentality, he's like the oh, most yeah. inefficient player in the league. But yeah, tell me about it. My betting history will tell you otherwise. Yeah, for yeah. sure. I, th- I think he has a little bit of it in there. I think he's got it more than Colin Sexton does. Oh, yeah. You got it more than Ben Simmons does, that's for sure. That, that will never get old. Elsa hurt. All right, our last one's defensive player of the year. Who do you have, Rob? I feel like you just have to give it to Rudy Gobert. Same. <laughs> Unless they give it to Giannis, but I don't know. Oh, Harrison Barnes just hit a, uh, a game winner. Harrison Barnes. Live plays- on the pod. He plays well against his old team, the Warriors. Otherwise, yeah. he's okay. He's playing well for my fantasy team right now. He's like a top 10 player in the league in fantasy. Hey, shout out to uh, Rob and the Robets. 
yeah, shout out to your niece who won my fantasy league last year. You guys are literally playing the league in real life. Yeah. She sets up your lineup and you're getting all the benefits. She's in first place right now. She's got seven more points than the second place team. My niece is a savage. She can do no wrong now. Ooh. Didn't she beat you by a point or two? Yep. Shout out to Patrick <laughs> Connaughton with 0.2 fantasy points tonight. Shout out. Here live on the PA Turnpop. Meanwhile, um, Cody Martin and Buddy Heal with 20 plus on the bench. So that's great. Fantastic. I do have Cork Mods though. <laughs> How can you not? Exactly. He's, he's a winning player. All right. MVP. This one I'm actually intrigued about. You want me to go first? It's, uh, you're going to, I feel like you're going to have the same guy as me. There's no way. Who you got? It's light skin poppy. Yeah, you know, I can't believe you when I even said that. <laughs> yes, yeah, you rolled into your eyes. You already know what I want to say. Who you got? Number 30. Me too. Stephen Curry. Yeah, I think Curry wins it again. Why'd you roll your eyes? Who do you think I said? No, because you got the same guy as me again. Oh. <laughs> we were we differed on everything for football. We had like four of the same for basketball. <laughs> or who, yeah, do you have the, uh, who do you have winning the Jack Adams trophy in the, in the NHL? I like those Krakens, man. I like those Krakens. <laughs> yeah, I think Steph Curry comes back, and he was great. He probably should have won it last year. You think? I think oh, yeah. Embiid should have won it. Well, Embiid, yeah. He if, missed if, that if, week, though. If he didn't miss 21 games, he would have won it. But Curry, I thought, was more impressive than Jokic last year. But it's like – given, Yeah. But it's like you already expected, like, from LeBron now. You expect it from Curry. Like, all right, what can yeah, you do? Yeah, it's like, like the – yeah, baseball is the only one that doesn't get it wrong, where it's just like, hey, Trout should be great, so we're not going to give it to him. Trout just gets it every year. Mm-hmm. Basketball, if they really want to, they could just give it to LeBron Curry and Durant every year. Just trade off so that they all have equal numbers. Yeah, right. Um, who do I have in the NBA Finals? Um, well, this is prior to the season, so I had Golden State versus the Brooklyn Nets. I actually don't know for this one. And I had Golden State winning it. In six. So before the season, I probably would have said Golden State versus the Bucks, And I would have had the Bucks repeating. And I think I'm just going to stick with that. I'm just going to say the Bucks repeat. There you go. With the Warriors or somebody else? Yeah, with the, I'll just, yeah screw it with the Warriors. Not bad, not bad. But I, I think... So you, you know what I think will happen is I think the Knicks will make the playoffs as a three seed and then get swept in the first round by whoever the seven is. <laughs> so who, who do I have seven? Oh, the Bulls. There you go. Perfect. <sighs> the fuck yeah, I got the Bulls sweeping the Knicks in the first round. That won't or, I get, no, they would play the, the six seed. Oh, the Hawks even better. Oh, perfect. Because the Hawks beat them last year. <laughs> yeah. Redemption. Because yeah. you're not going to sweep my man Caruso out here. You're not sweeping Caruso out of the playoffs. We're switching gears back onto the gridiron. Week seven. Oh, geez. All right. So, not the best for either of us. Joel, you went six and seven with the picks, one and two in the trust the parlay. Trash. I went nine and four in the picks, two and one in trust the parlay. I think you got your, you got your lay the points correct. And then the lock and the dog were incorrect. You had the Jets as your dog. And the Rams as your lock, I think. I think so. Uh, yeah, no, wait. 
No, my lock was no. I think my lock hit. My lock hit. What was your my, lock? Oh, the, your lock was my, the under in the Chiefs game. Yeah, literally by what three points? Oh well, you hit I was by so like happy. twenty. They scored thirty total. You went under fifty-seven and a half. So because it was so twenty-seven happy. to three in that game, and then um, seventeen and a half was the the number you were laying with the Rams. Yeah. So I got my dog correct, which was the Titans. I got my lock correct, which was the Patriots minus 500 against the whoever they played, the Jets. <laughs> they were about minus seven. They won 54 to something, 54 to 16 or something like that. Tragic. And then, oh, the Flyers won. Um, Very rare. <laughs> Don't actually yeah, they beat the Oilers. <laughs> they beat the Oilers. And then... Um, I mean, the Oilers suck. I mean, come on. Conor, Mc, Conor McDavid's ridiculous, though. Yeah, he is. I'm telling you, I'm telling you. I'll tell you what, if, right? if you sit down and watch a hockey game Connor McDavid's playing, you're going to be blown away with how fast he is. He's not um, faster than Usain Bolt, so I think that's true. Good. Fair. Um, <laughs> and then what did I get wrong? I got the Saints wrong at minus four and a half. They won by three. Um, I don't remember which games I got wrong or which games you got wrong because I don't have the spreadsheet in front of me, but it doesn't really matter because we only celebrate the wins. Um, did you update the spreadsheet? I did. I'll tell you. I think you, so the one you had the Chiefs wrong, I had. The Dolphins wrong. I'll tell you right now. We both had the Panthers wrong. You had the Niners. Baltimore. Baltimore, we both got wrong. So I had Denver, Kansas City, Jets, Panthers, Baltimore, Eagles, trash, and 49ers wrong. You had Broncos, Dolphins, Panthers, and Baltimore wrong. Yeah, it's all justifiable, all pathetic. Looking back at it, yo, your Carolina yeah. Panthers look dog shit, dude. So do the Denver Broncos. They both started three and zero. They both look like they could be picking in the top three right now. Jesus, but you know who's picking three in the top eleven? The Eagles. If it's do you think they? Do you think they trade? So I'll give me give you four scenarios. One, they stick with Hurts. Two, they trade for a veteran. Three, they package those picks and get like a superstar, like a Watson. Or four, they package the picks and move up to get a quarterback. Well, they, I think they have the number two pick. Well, I mean, it, it, come seasons, then when do you think they'll probably like three or four? Um, maybe depends. even two. I mean, it could it, be two. It's that Miami pick, I think, is what's up there. Yeah, um, yeah well, their own pick's going to be pretty high, too. That's a little out there. Um, no, I don't think they're sticking with Hurts, but that doesn't mean that I don't think they're going to trade him at the moment. But then again, they might, you know. Yeah. Um, Listen, if Miami's going to give up on Tua, the Eagles might as well either take a look at that or agree to move on from Hurts. Hey, man, I think they're going to go with Minshew Mania. You think so? Dude, they got rid of Flacco. That's breaking news. They got rid of Flacco, give him back to the Jets for a six-round pick. That means Minshew Mania, who we haven't even seen even like on the field. as He hasn't even had a clipboard in his hands yet. Yeah, he's already the number two quarterback. Hertz looks like dog shit out there so far. Yeah, I feel bad. And you got the you're going to Detroit against the winless Lions. Recipe is there. No Miles Sanders, I think, at this moment, I think he's still hurt. Not like they Boston use him Scott, anyway. Though is there, so yeah, it's not like still... they use Sanders anyway, dude. Yeah, true. But it's crazy that he got hurt and he wasn't even being used like that. What he got six touches. Jesus, and he got injured. Yeah, I mean that um, does suck. But what you call it? Like it's all there. The recipe is there. Mm-hmm. If if they come out sluggish. By halftime, I think Minshew Mania is going to come in at some point. Yeah. So we're going to dig into it a little bit on Friday. This is actually the game I'm the most excited to talk about. Uh, right now, I, I don't even want to. I, I don't even want to pick. 
a winner right now, but I might bet the Lions. Let's just say that. Hell would have frozen over and the sky would have fallen if Detroit blows out. Jerry Gaw, turnover poppy <sighs> himself, blows out the Eagles. Fletcher Cox might request a trade by the end, by the time he flies back to Philly. Good. It's not like he's doing much here. No cap on that. Um, but yeah, it was a bad week seven for me. I'm going to right the wrong on uh, Friday's episode when we do our picks. Yeah. Guarantee you, um, I'm going to go well above 500. No, and excuse me. I'm going to go well above 80%. I'm going to say you're going to get two wrong and that's it. What I think you're gonna you're gonna have a big bounce back. I'm gonna suck. I'm gonna go. You're gonna get three losses. That's all. I'm gonna get like five wrong. Three. Well, we got a lock for week eight. I'm gonna do your, coming up tomorrow night. I'm gonna do your cheap ass lock. Patriots minus seven. Come on out. That was a gimme. That was a Dude, gimme. They, they won by like sixty. A thousand. Jesus. Yeah. Your so, dog though was pretty ballsy though. Tennessee oh, the over Titans. Jeez. Dude, I'm telling you, the Titans play good teams well. And literally, you had a hunch, and you made it off a hunch. Oh, it was. Yeah. And you know what it was? I pushed out the week before with my hunch on them. <laughs> exactly. And and I said, you know what? I'm not doing it again. What irked me was the Rams couldn't destroy the Lions. Come on. Dude, I thought the Lions were going to win that game. They were up, what, 10 nothing. Yeah. I was pissed. I was like, get I, the fuck out of here. Part of what makes me a little hopeful that the Eagles could pull it out on Sunday, although at this point I just kind of hope they lose, <laughs> is the Lions pretty much emptied the cupboard. They had, what, two fake punts, a fake field goal, an onside kick. They went forward and fourth down a bunch. They did everything they could to win that game, and they, they did show some heart. We have said, if you if, if you want to just put a nickel in the change cup, yeah. how many times I've said those guys want to play for Dan Campbell? They legitimately want to play for that dude. And I don't know if anybody wants to play for Nick Sirianni. Maybe the high school that he's going to be coaching next year. <laughs> I think so. <laughs> yeah. It's amazing. The, this the rookie basically a rookie quarterback, rookie coach, and the only tenured coach on the staff is the offensive line coach. It's pathetic. What a fall from grace from week one when we were like, this team's amazing. Hey, they might actually go 500. And maybe I was right with my predictions. Oh, yeah, you were feeling yourself. <laughs> dude, what a fall. Hey, dude, listen, they could still pull close. to what, what the, So their over-under was like six and a half prior to the season. They have two wins, so they could easily get to that. Yeah. But it's just a bipolar team. It seems like they're starting to kind of turn on each other. I keep thinking back to after that week one, all the memes that came out of it <laughs> from the Eagles win. I don't know if Matt Ryan. Re- I don't know if you recall <laughs> that was our cover. <laughs> <laughs> Face plants. I love it. We're such assholes. <laughs> um, no, but it was like more of like memes of the Eagles win, and it was like a picture. I don't know where this was. Maybe it was like scare straight, but it was like the Eagles yelling at like heads of the uh, Cowboys, WFT, and Giants, and it says "smells like bitch in here." Yeah, because we're one and zero. Now it looks crazy. <laughs> what a now ball. it's they're, they're screaming up from the the bottom floor. All right, so Thursday night football tomorrow. Yeah. Even even when we finally get a good game, it gets ruined by COVID. Um, How so? So Devontae Adams is out tomorrow. No. Out, uh, Marquez Valdez Scantling is out. Who? And Alan Lazard is out. So, um, so uh, if I could read my notes, maybe that would help. So Devontae Adams is out due to COVID. Um, get well soon. 
Alan Lazard, not that it's any of our business, but this is just the news that's come out. He's out, he's unvaccinated. So he does not have enough time to get cleared in time for the game because of contact tracing. And Marquez Valdez-Scantling is currently injured. So Randall Cobb is going to be Rogers' number one target tomorrow. Also worth noting, J.J. Watt is out for the season. What? Season-ending injury. Damn. Water is wet. The sky is blue. Um, so that line went from minus three to minus six and a half as soon as Adams was out. Uh, Cardinals are hosting the Packers. First question to you is Kyler Murray, the MVP. Before that, what's more likely? What's more of a guarantee? J.J. Watt missing a season due to injury or Joel Embiid's knees going out? Dude, at this point, J.J. Watt is the Derrick Rose of football. <laughs> Everybody's just holding on to what he used to be. Won't admit that he's kind of different now. And he's just hurting on a team that it looks so weird with him wearing a different jersey. Dude, if he gets a tackle, it'll be on Sports Center highlights. Like, this guy oh, still got God. it. What a, what a motor. Look at that Even tackle. When his brother does anything. JJ wants brother with a nice sack. His brother's defensive player of the year candidate. And they, the only reason people know about him is because he's JJ Watt's brother. Um, all right. But quickly, uh, to go back, yeah, Kyler Murray and the. Uh, and the Arizona Cardinals look like the front runners, mm-hmm. Super Bowl contender favorites, and the MVP, and possibly Coach of the Year for uh, Duke. Yeah, yeah, uh, Cliff Kingsbury. Yeah. So I said the other day, I don't remember if I said it on the pod, yeah. but Kingsbury had Johnny Manziel in college. Kyler Murray looks like he's doing in the pros what Johnny Manziel was doing in college, which is crazy. Yeah, running in circles, just throwing the ball up, and someone's going up and getting it. And the coaches on the sideline benefiting from it. So good for them. Um, they so they have Hopkins, uh, AJ Green, Rondell Moore, Christian Kirk. Now they have Zach Ertz, Chase Evans, and James Conner, Kyler Murray, the human joystick. What a <laughs> team. Now I can I play a quick game with you real quick? Sure. Uh so the Cardinals are currently one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, and oh. <laughs> which means they have 10 more games, which is crazy. 17 games. Um, I'm going to read off the schedule. You tell me when they lose their first game. All right. So they got Green Bay at home this week. There's the loss. think so. No, no, no. It, that um, would shock me. If football is like the sports. Is, you know that. Sports yeah, they're going to lose to. You lose your primary target. You lose two other receivers. You have an old man in Cobb as your primary target for Rodgers. On the road, I believe, right? In Don't Arizona. forget about Tanyan. Yep, in Arizona. It's like it's up there for Arizona not to lose, but how many times have we seen a close game and then just some fuckery? They could lose tomorrow, but it, no. I think so. they could, but I don't think they will. Yeah, uh, next week, they go to San Francisco. No. Then they, they're back at home against the Electric Blue. Panthers come to town on Sunday, November 14th. Definitely not at this point. Panthers are going to... Sam Darnold is looking at Ghost. And it's going to be P.J. Walker by then. I love that. If it's P.J. Walker. I'm a huge P.J. Walker fan. All right, here's, here's, my, here's my caveat. That Panthers game has a massive asterisk on it. Sam Darnold starts? No. P.J. Walker? Maybe. You know what's funny is I think the next week they go to Seattle. That could be a trap game, that Carolina game. Is Russell Wilson back? It's possible he could be. And this is for the Cardinals or the Carolina, you're saying? So, uh, Cardinals. So, a- after Carolina, they go, they go to Seattle. Asterisk, maybe. If Russell's there, maybe. 
I think they lose one of those two games. Bye week. Then they got Chicago on the road. No. Not the Bulls, the uh, Bears. Uh, then they go home and no. they play the Rams. That could be it right there. That's it right there, the Rams. And then they go to Detroit. They play the Colts, and they're at Dallas, and then they're home against Seattle. So strength of schedule is not crazy. I think this little four-game stretch will tell you a lot about them. Green Bay, San Francisco, Carolina, Seattle. I think four, they lose. Four good defenses. They lose against the Rams, their first one for sure. Then the Colts, and then Seattle, because by then it's playoff time. Russell yeah. is back, most likely healthy. They could have already clinched by then as well. Yeah, but I'm talking about Seattle's chances of getting in if they're trying to sneak in that wild card. Yeah, especially if you NFC get that West third wild well. card. Yeah, they're, they are, I believe they're back to doing the seven teams this year. So there's three wild cards. So could be. Not bad. All right. <coughs> uh, who's your winner tomorrow? Um, Cardinals. Cards. You think they cover? What is it? Six and a half? Yeah. Six and a half. It'll probably be like eight by the time the game kicks off. Yeah. Uh, 50 and a half. I don't want to touch that over under. If it were lower, I would go over. If it were higher, I'd go under. But a 50 is <laughs> too perfect of a number. Yeah. I'll tell you what. If that balloons to 53, I'm going to smash the under. <laughs> balloons by 30 points. I love it. Um, let's talk, right. let's touch real quick before we end the the, the show. Zach Ertz, reborn? Yeah, that, was the, that was the, I believe that was the longest catch and run of his career. Dude, I don't know about you, but that looked like in slow motion, that entire run. And then all of a sudden, once he hit Pater, it was like fast forward. He was flying. I have okay. never seen him run that much after he caught the ball. Well, that's because Wentz would throw it right into traffic. <laughs> He'd throw it right at his feet, <laughs> and Hurst couldn't reach him. They couldn't throw him an accurate ball. Either at his feet or like too high, and he would have to go catch and get murked in the air. Assaulted. So- Eagles fans will know this, but I think the most underrated play of the entire Super Bowl that nobody talks about is that fourth down conversion that he caught. Oh, yeah. On, like, their own side of the 50. That was as big of a play as the touchdown that he scored. So Kept the drive alive. Do you think – so if you had to guess right this second. Yeah. I'm not asking you to pick a winner if, if you don't think it's them, but do you think the Cardinals will make it to the Super Bowl this year? They have a good shot. I don't think so, though. Yeah, me neither. I think they have a good shot, but I don't think they'll get there. Not at all. I mean, because there's always some intangibles, you know, just like I, everybody has a caveat. Yeah. yeah, I can't figure out who I think would beat them in the playoffs. But I'm tempted to think that they're going to face Green Bay in the playoffs. and Or even the Saints. And, like, a good defense or, like, a Tampa. gritty offense could just beat them. Tampa. Well, Tampa could beat anybody, though. Well, there you go. Yeah. If anybody's Tampa. Listen, don't sleep on the 2015 Temple Owls, the 2021 Carolina Panthers. This guy. <laughs> Matt Rule, PJ Walker. Somebody go find Kyle Friend. Get me Hershey Walton. Jahad Thomas. What? Where's John Christopher? Ventel Bryant. Sign him off the Cowboys practice squad. Just get all the Temple guys. Carolina Panthers are going to go into Seattle and beat that team. Or not Seattle. Go into Arizona and beat them. Noted. <laughs> if, I, if I could bet on that right now, I would. Go ahead. Do it. Just do it. Right. Anything else you want to touch on before we jump into the, the W's and the L's? Not at all. Um, looking forward to Friday's 
uh, picks. I'm pretty sure Looking we might have some similar, though. Yeah. Looking forward to the top five on Friday. So, oh, wait. Who do you have again? You have the Cardinals as well? Yeah, I'm going to go Cards. And are we doing a score-ish? I don't really have a score, really, in mind. Cause... I'll go 30. Cavalry at home. I'll go 34 to 20. At 34 to 24. 42-17. Oh, you got him big. They're just clicking on all cylinders. And yeah, that team looks Rogers only ridiculous. can trust Tunyon, uh, the fullback, whatever his name is, Kuhn, and Cobb. Expect yeah. a big game out of Kuhn. Mark my words. <laughs> Mark my words. You you laughing, but watch. Trust the podcast, ladies and gentlemen. Trust the podcast. Big game from Donald Driver, too. Oh, for sure. For um, sure. Right. W's and L's. I'm going to send you one of these as I read it, because I want you to see it. <laughs> um, gotcha. Would you like to go first, or... I'll go first. How many W's and L's do, do you have? And we'll go uh, I'm going to go two W's and one L. I have two W's and one L as well. Okay. So I'll go with my L first. <laughs> okay. Um, today, and I'm taking it over to Europe, in soccer, Barcelona – uh, not only have they lost their best player and probably arguably the best player in the world in Lionel Messi to free agency because he didn't want to be there because they hired their manager, Ronald Coleman, to take over for the team and they bumped heads and strategies and play calls and shit like that. Frustrations boiled over and then Messi's contract was just too big to handle for the organization so they had to like le- let it, basically let him walk for free. Well, today they, as in Barcelona, sacked is the European version of saying fired their manager. So not only did Barcelona hire a manager thinking they would ride the the ship, turn the tides of their losing ways, but they hired a manager who basically forced their best player, arguably in in the organization and in the world, out of town for then your team to suck and then you fire him 14 months later. Big L for the coach and Big L for Barcelona, even though so, that's my team. What a so Big L. My barber is a big fan of uh, soccer. Uh-huh. And and him talking soccer is like me talking hockey to you. Yeah. He told me that the guy that runs the league doesn't like the team that Messi was on and that there could be something going on behind the scenes that forced Messi out. Is, that, is there any like, truth to that? Possibly. I just don't know too much of I don't yeah. know what exactly you're talking about. I don't know either. Um, I, I don't have anything that we have nothing in common aside from the <laughs> fact that um, aside from the fact that we just know each other. <laughs> and then he and you like cutting your hair. Yeah, he does a good um, job. Yeah, it looks a fresh cut there. Thank Maybe you. Face Thank you. In there. Um, yeah, I have I, my facial hair suggests I have way better credit than the last time we recorded. <laughs> I I can't recall, but you look you look young. You look Been young, sir. And you look like you woke up, too, because early in the podcast, you were like, you know, you know. Yeah, it's not good news because i got to get to bed soon. Yeah, right. Uh, but we're running on perfect time. We're oh, we're doing great. Yeah, this is fantastic, by the way. Under an hour, I believe. 
But he was telling me that there's a potential that Messi could go back, back in the future. Possibly, but okay. it's one of those things that the, his contract is so enormous mm-hmm. that to keep him, you basically would be understaffed on the team. Like it's so it would that, be like a... Um, there's, like a I'm trying to think of a... And, that, like and a, that's with a pay cut. Yeah. He took a pay cut and it's still not enough. That's why he just couldn't stay there. So it's kind of like a like a I don't know like a Russell Wilson on the Seahawks or like LeBron Cavs 2016 scenario where it's Something just like, like that. huge contract can't really or Sixers now where you got big contract can't really sur- like surround your star with anything. That and also he didn't want to be there because the organization wasn't budging, wasn't going anywhere. They're just different yeah. everything, but to see your best player leave for another Comp- uh, competitive European league mm. and thinking you're telling you know your supporters this is our guy we're going in a different direction and then to sack him fire him 14 months later let me see if I have the number correctly yeah 14 months later after putting him in charge and ruining basically your franchise and then you lost this past weekend to your arch nemesis in the same city it's like an in-city rivalry yeah Barcelona versus Real Madrid. So like well, you Clippers lost and to, Lakers. Yeah. So you lost to Real Madrid. You don't do that. Like it's uh, one of those like NFC East. Yeah. You Flyers, Penguins. You can't lose to the other team. You can't lose to, to Dallas. You yeah. can't lose to Dallas. You can't lose to Penguins. Now, now, is there a salary cap in this league? Yeah. That's what that's what basically what it is. Yeah. So did COVID kind of hurt them? Because I, I, when I was oh, at yeah, the barber like sure. a year ago, he was telling me that like South America and Europe and all these different leagues and all these different countries are just getting hit harder than we were here. Or maybe reacting to it a little bit differently than we were here. So, was is revenue an issue? As I just punched my microphone, uh, yeah, is re- it was revenue an issue there, and that's kind of why. Yeah, that too, as well, because okay. they took it more seriously than we did. Yeah, the stadiums were empty longer than they were here. Yeah, so like we were going out. They mm-hmm. were literally like shut down, like death con, like purge shit. Like you don't go outside. You would think that that would kill the spread of it. I, I, I don't know. This is this isn't a COVID pod. But yeah, you, you would think if you just shut down the city for two weeks, everybody would stop getting sick for a little while. I mean, if we can Whatever. get Fauci on, friend of the show Fauci, maybe we can uh, yeah. discuss that. But it's so. <laughs> even still alive. <laughs> um, so my that, that's your only that's a strong L, by the way, because it, yeah. it was a good talking point. Yeah. My L. Um, so you had work tonight. You may not have seen this. Um, there, there were two minutes and 51 seconds left in the second quarter <laughs> of the Los Angeles Lakers, Oklahoma City Thunder. Is game. The one that you sent me. Yep. It was 70 to 44 with two minutes left in the first half. The Lakers lost to the Thunder. Yeah. The Thunder. The Thunder? The Thunder beat the Lakers. And the L specifically goes to Carmelo Anthony, who just, just like autismed a three pointer that could have like saved the game for them in the fourth quarter. Thunder steal the ball. Thunder go and miss. They turn it over to the Lakers. Melo just like completely Danny Green's a three and the Thunder win. Oh Russell, you you're, you go back homecoming and you take an L. That is true. That Westbrook with a itself. quadruple double with his with his turnovers. <laughs> so the Lakers blew a twenty six point lead to the Thunder. I must not be seeing this on Twitter. I have no idea where um, this is. So the thing I sent you on Twitter is actually one of my W's. I'm sorry. Oh okay. <laughs> I was, like, confused. So do you want to go with one of your W's first? <laughs> I was befuddled when I saw this. <laughs> Um, yeah, give me a second. I'm so I'm trying to process what I just saw. Um, Jesus, I'm thrown off. 
Um, give me a second. Give me a second. Give me a second. Uh, I'm gonna go with a W for. Oh, you got it. Okay. Yeah, I got it. I got it. I got it. Um, ah, it's not loading. Ah, all right. W has to go out to Atlanta Braves pitcher. Dude. <laughs> hey, yeah. We're just sharing notes for the episode, it seems. From now on, right? Yeah. All right, let's just do it together. This must no, be one of your go, go right ahead. No, no, no. You're good. I, I actually didn't do a ton of research. I just know what happened. Well, it's all because of our boy, uh, John Boy Media. That's oh, the yeah. only reason I know. Yeah, John Boy's great. Um, yes. Atlanta Braves pitcher Charlie Morton did something great. Former Philly. <laughs> Fort Philly against the Astros, and I guess he did a great performance. I don't know if he was starting. I don't know if he's a reliever. Uh, did you do you know what happened? No, but I know he has a broken leg. Yeah, he broke his freaking leg in the middle of the start, and he got like seven more outs after that. I didn't know that. See, that's all yeah. I knew. And they didn't take him out until he, I think, he either got a strikeout or something, and he slipped. And the trainer came out, and he was just like, yeah. I don't know what the heck's going on here. I did see that now. Yeah. He did slip a little bit and then yeah, all he, of a sudden. He got like five outs after he, after he got hit with a comeback or something. No, no. He he threw a pitch. He got, I think, Altuve out. But when he threw the pitch, he spun on the mound after he did it. And he tried to catch his balance. And you can tell he was yeah. not there. And then yeah. they took him off. That's when the training staff came out. So but he dude, got like five outs after he fractured his leg. What a savage. This is what yeah, it is. This is all about. World Crazy. Series. He's a big game pitcher too. Second straight World Series appearance for him. He was on the Rays last year. Now, does this eclipse Kurt Schilling's bloody sock? Uh, or Derek Jeter's no. face being mauled by the chairs or the bench? no? Because Schilling pitched eight innings on on a on a bad ankle. Wow, it, you're one of those. Stadiums. You're one of those. He was he, he was in longer. Yankee Stadium, but he was in wow. Yankee Stadium in Game Six of a series where they were down three zero. So. He's in game it, one so, of the World Series against the Astros, the cheating Astros. Yeah. Schilling got his butt kicked in game one of that series, too. And then came back you know, game six. Yeah, they won that game pretty well. So, yeah, I think you give that to Schilling. And then he was lights out in the World Series in his one start. <laughs> Him and Pedro and Derek Lowe. That team was stupid good. And uh, what was it, the knuckleballer? Was he still on the team? Uh, Wakefield, yeah. Yeah. That was Wakefield pitched game four. Hey, man, no one played uh, MLB 2004, I believe, like I did. I think it was Manny Ramirez yeah. on the cover. That yes, was the game. MVP baseball. That's one of the best games of all time. I customized hey, well, you, my... You, you make your own stadium, right? Dude, I was all in. And I had a yeah. cheat code. You picked like some. You made some kind of creative character undefeated in home runs. He would oh. hit blindly. Every hit was a home run. So, yeah, I made my stadium cheat off of that. Right. But, uh, yeah, that's my W, Charlie Martin, right. Savage. All right, I'm going to give my only W to the guy that dressed up like Urban Meyer for Halloween. Um, so this guy <laughs> dressed this up. Was. So he, he dressed up as Urban Meyer, and he has a blow-up doll on his on his lap, similar to when Urban Meyer was at the club. So this yeah. is one of the funniest costumes I've seen. Urban Meyer looks crazy in this picture. Also, impromptu W, Bruce Allen, the uh, the former NFL player. I think that's his name. That's freaking 1 a.m. I'm going to forget the name. Bruce Allen. Uh, or Bruce Smith. There you go. Yeah, I'm sorry. Bruce Smith, the former defensive end of the NFL. He saw what Miles Garrett did with the graveyard and made one of his own, and he has a lot more sacks in his career than Garrett, so his graveyard is huge. We'll put that on the Instagram if I remember. <laughs> I'll uh, I'll keep you to that this, uh, tomorrow morning. I'll be off tomorrow, so I'll be like, yo. Get on the gram, 
Just do it. We'll do it live. Not a bad strong. That's your only W, though? Come on. Now. Yeah, because Morton was my other one. Ah, my bad. All good. Um, my second one is, I don't know if you saw this, Rob, but uh, are you a big fan of Toy Story? Uh, yes, I actually just saw this a few hours ago. Ah, so you know what I'm talking about. Yep. Pixar dropping the teaser trailer for Chris Evans' Buzz Lightyear movie. Dude, this looks pretty good. From just the still pictures, looks pretty good. I am very curious to see the story of Buzz Lightyear. So they showed a picture of Buzz from the first Toy Story side by side with this Buzz. Yeah. And somebody quote tweeted it on Twitter and said, this Buzz probably turns off his body cam. (laughs) (laughs) We've come full circle. Joel almost died at the beginning of the episode. Now he's passing, passing out right now. That would be a good time to remind you that you can email us, paturnpod at gmail.com. Um, follow us on Instagram, pa underscore turnpod. Leave us a five-star <laughs> review on your favorite podcasting app, and your review could be read on the next podcast. Uh, we have some. been slacking at this one because I have not looked at the reviews in forever. Oops, I'm playing the episode now. Um, good one. See, this is a loosey-goosey. I'm dying. I for- forgive my, my uh, I don't even know what I'm going to say. Unprofessionalism. But man, that was pretty good. <laughs> he was turn off his body cam. Dude. What the fuck? It's a Pixar movie. <laughs> What's he going to attack the aliens? I mean, Why can't I see I can't see the reviews? Oh, uh, let me see. Yeah, we haven't done the mailbag. I'm sure we have a bunch. We have to get through. Sort them I out. don't I don't see any reviews on the on the app. How do you do that? Um, let me go. I'm on Apple, <laughs> dude. I don't. Sadly, the last review I see was from September seventh. Okay, I can I don't even see any. It was, um, says warning to blue cheese, and that's all. Ah, uh, yes, <laughs> that's Andrew. That would be my friend Andrew. Oh, not uh, Chizzy Chazzy Changa. <laughs> PA underscore turnpot on Instagram, PA turnpot at gmail.com. Um, hit us up with a mailbag question. Leave us a five-star review. It'll be read on the next episode if one of us is still breathing. Um, Friday afternoon, we're going to try to record around four or five o'clock, get that out by the nighttime. We're going to touch on uh, NFL week, whatever it is right now. Week eight. Probably get angry about the Sixers. I believe we're in week eight, yeah. Talk about the Sixers, talk about the Eagles game, talk about what happened tomorrow night. Touch on the World Series preview game three. Astros and Braves are tied at one. Uh, We're going to recap. We're going to look at the itemized bill for when Joel goes to urgent care for being unable to breathe at the end of this episode. And then we're actually going to talk about our car troubles because it's the only thing we had in common last week. Don't get me started. I'm having a good time. (laughs) Don't bring that up. My goodness. I barely made it to home tonight. Yeah, we're going to have to do this remote. Now, we could have canceled if my car did break down. It would have made this episode 13 would have been on Friday. It would have been better. But alas, we're here. Well, if we were on schedule, this would be like episode 20 by now. (laughs) Yeah, right. And if we didn't do like an anthology and lost all of our (laughs) audience on the first episode. Yeah, Yeah, we're going to do a – we'll do a top five on Friday as well. 
Yeah, we'll we'll come um, up with that. We'll figure something out. We got a whole list of ones to go with. Maybe we'll do something kind of Halloween related. If well, there's we'll anything the, left to do, we'll throw yeah. it on the Instagram. Like, see, see, what, what, see what all five of you think. Yeah, right. <laughs> well, no, no, four because I'm part of the five. So, and I have my dog has an Instagram. So, it's a three. Oh, well, any uh, any thoughts? Any last words? Um. No, I'm trying not to, so to crack. Lock. Between now and the next time we record, the 76ers will be playing tomorrow night if my Yahoo app would load. Christ's sake. Well, um, I believe the Sixers play tomorrow. Nah, against, it has to be someone local. Oh, no, they, unless somebody's so coming. They play Detroit tomorrow, so that's an Embiid rest game most likely. You think they win tomorrow? Detroit's coming to Philly? Yeah. Yeah. I'm surprised you didn't know that. No, because like they would have flown out today, oh, but no, one, they didn't fly out. So I'm thinking, do they have a game? Someone's yeah, coming yeah. in. That's a good point. So, so uh, when, when did do teams fly in the same day? No, nah, the day before at least. Night before, okay. And night then do they two. fly out right after the game, or do they fly out the next day? Yeah, they fly out the the night of. Yeah. Okay. So the Sixers, Sixers usually do the next day. Like after the game, they go fly out the next day. Okay. The team who lost or won, whatever, they'll yeah. fly out that night. So we got the Pistons coming to town tomorrow. Um, um, win or loss. Drummond will start if he does. I, I would assume. So I'm going to guess Embiid's going to rest tomorrow. I would rest him. Come on, Doc. I would too. It's the Pistons. Not only that, it's just this is yeah, he's He's got to take a, a load off every once in a while. And what do you do? Do you change the lineup other than Drummond? I, I would give Max I would some start rest? Drummond. Yeah, I would start Drummond and then go Paul Reed as the backup and hope you blow him out. Saturday they go they're they're still here. They have the Hawks on Saturday and then the Blazers come to town Monday. So I think if you rest him, it's gotta be tomorrow. If if there's any moment right now to make a trade, it would be that Trailblazers moment so that Redacti can't play. But not only that, Dame Lillard can't even play that game. Yeah. That would be the, the week to do it. I agree. All right, before we sign off. Who will score the first basket tomorrow night for the in the Sixers game? Come on, you know it. Seth Curry. And if it's not Seth Curry, it's Cork Moss. I was thinking Curry too. Cork Let's get a, it. A three. Let's go. You yeah. putting money on it? I'm putting money on it. Probably. Dude, you hit last time live on the podcast, which is crazy. Yeah, I'm gonna go curry tomorrow. All right. Bet. TTP. TTP. You know what it is. Instagram at PA Turnpod? Yeah, underscore turnpod. Yeah, I'm so all over the place. I'm horrible at it now. Well, Rob, this was fun. We nailed it within an hour at least. Would have been yeah, hour hour twenty. We would have smashed the end if I didn't die on air twice. But uh, here we are. Appreciate everybody listening. Uh, we'll put a mailbag. Come out with a top five. You'll hear from us Friday. Peace. <laughs>